in. Throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Alex Becker. Hey, Alex. Woo. Hey, Danny. How are you, buddy? Doing good. Doing good. Um, good feeling times. good? Feeling good. Feeling good about Sean Payton. Yeah. I mean, like everything has kind of changed, um, at least for me. Um, I got, I got believe, I, like I got hope again. I believe it's possible again. We were no hopers 48 hours ago. Now there's optimism. Well, because, I mean, let's keep it real here. While Danny Bailey and I like Jim Caldwell, um, shoot, uh, Ajiro Evero is like our own guy. Imagine if he would have gotten the job here. Um, he might even Arizona or Indy. Yeah. Evero. E- you're right. He's a finalist. Even, I mean, like, well, we'll, we'll get to that. Even D'Amico Ryans. If we, D'Amico Ryans, people would have said, well, he's younger than Hackett. Kind of reminds me of Vance Joseph a little bit. I think we've kind of seen this and done this before. Even D'Amico Ryans wouldn't have really satisfied the fan base the way that Sean Payton, who was the you know the biggest fish, um, the shiniest, biggest diamond, the Broncos went out there. They found a way um, to get it done, and you got to give it up for the Broncos as a franchise because. Whether you think Russell's washed or not, or whether he can be fixed by Sean Payton or not, pulling the the Russell Wilson deal off last year, it's a huge deal. Yeah. To be able to pull something off like that is very hard to do, and it's very, very rare, okay? Big so swing. then to be able to follow that up with going and getting the biggest head coach in two or three years on the market is just kind of, you know, showing you, you know, the Broncos are like the Cowboys, they're willing to do anything financially, uh, draft compensation wise. Not there's very very few teams in the world that are willing to do. That's like the Lakers. Yeah, that's like the Yankees. The Broncos are now got that kind of firepower and deep pockets enough to where they're willing to do and the reputation to be able to pull it off. It's one for the Carolina Panthers to throw a lot of money at somebody. It's one thing for the Detroit Lions one or two times to throw a lot of money at somebody. It's another thing to be able to, you know, be an iconic legacy brand franchise like the Broncos are. It's everything. It is. It is. There's nothing out of reach, nothing off limits for the Broncos. And of course, we know with paying coaches, there is no salary cap for coaches. You can spend as much as you want. You can throw as much money as you can at these coaches. You know, um, and that's kind of what happened. Here's what's kind of crazy to they me. They flexed so, on them. This is up until, I'd say about six, seven, eight years ago. Okay? I remember doing Sports Talk Radio back in the day and saying, man, these payrolls are $200 million and you're nickel and diamond over coaches for uh, four, five, six million dollar salary for four, five, or six years. It never made sense to me that you would be willing to, you know, pay a guy, a player, one player, $150 million, most of it guaranteed, but you're going to nickel and dime on a coach. This new kind of era, a little bit, era, era of, um, you know, sports, I think we see the value, um, obviously, we the financial value in what head coaches now are making. So Sean Payton's going to make about $20 bucks. Sean McVay made uh, 16, 17, 18, and you work your way backwards. So... That's it. It's something that's very interesting. It's something to think about. We think we now we have the best. One thing that I love about Sean Payton, no matter if there's something you don't, and I don't mean you, I mean people out there don't like about Sean Payton. I think I said this the other day. There's not a, uh, I never heard one time like a discussion in the last 10 or 15 years of the NFL when you talk about like the best offensive minds in the game. 
when Sean Payton's not on that right. discussion, that list. Like mastermind. Like like he's on that. When you start thinking like, uh, well, you got uh, you know, Sean Payton doesn't take long before you get you got Kyle Shanahan, McVay, you, you got know. McVay, you got uh, Sean Payton, you got. Then it's like you know you got you that's it. That's it. That's like the list. Um, and he's one of those guys. So it's very exciting. Uh, we haven't heard from him yet. I think Monday is what they're saying for the press conference. Introductory press <sighs> conference. Well, Sometime uh, Monday. Greg Penner's playing in a pro-am this weekend. You saw that? Pebble Beach? Yeah. <laughs> Greg Penner's playing. <laughs> I didn't that. know he was in it. Yeah, he is it. So <laughs> Doesn't surprise me, though. <laughs> so he's playing a, uh, a little golf this weekend, which I'm, to be honest, is the reason why they're postponing this till Monday. One thing we didn't see coming, should have saw coming, I thought was very, very powerful. And you know that this didn't just like, okay, at the last hour, we're going to swing back. Hey, Sean, is that offer still good? We still, you know, let's let, let's do this. Sunday on the Fox, uh, was, that on, was he on Fox? Yeah, on, on the Fox, Fox pregame with like show the other stuff. million guys that are on that show. Yeah. It's like an eight-dude panel. It is. It's crazy. It's weird. Um, Sean Payton was rocking. Straight Broncos orange tie, pocket with a cummerbund, little what do you call it? Pocket, pocket square. square, the 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 orange pocket square. We should have seen it coming then, and that's how you knew right then that they were hot and heavy. They yeah. were hot and heavy. When Adam Schefter broke the news, he said that was not a coincidence. That was a message to the Broncos ownership from Sean Payton. Absolutely, Whew. you know. So. Uh, I love it. You know, I love all the stories behind it. I'm sure we'll find out more of the, you know, what's been going on behind the scenes over the last couple of few weeks. And it feels really good that the Broncos were the three best candidates. Um, the Broncos were all over the three best candidates. Harbaugh and Sean Payton, though, were the two elite candidates who they were trying the hard, the hardest for. I don't believe Ian Rappaport. I think he's wrong. I think he kind of tried to put some things together and put a narrative out there where he said, oh, the Broncos, in the end, were still wanted one last gasp at D'Amico Ryans before they went to Sean Payton. No, the reality is they didn't really have a chance to. Was it done with Sean yet? And they wanted to meet with D'Amico Ryan face-to-face, hadn't had the opportunities to um, do some of the things when it comes to the interviews and the process that they wanted to, and um, that's it. So, um, well, he, he was their next best guy. Right. Domingo Ryans was yeah. three. Okay, Harbaugh and Sean Payton, I guess we'll know, we'll never know. I guess we'll never, never know. know who's one and who was two. But they would have obviously, obviously been satisfied and settled for both. Yes. Uh, because they were trying hard, went back to uh, Jim Harbaugh. When John, when they went back to Jim Harbaugh um, last week and he told them to know again, I think it was all hands on deck with Sean Payton. Okay, now we'll listen to, we, you know, to the compensation. No, we'd rather give, sign the coach who we like, who we have a relationship with, mm-hmm. and we don't have to give up literally anything to get him besides um, giving Michigan $3 million, okay? Right. At right. that point, they realize, well, now if we want Sean Payton, we have to, you know, go find a way to not give up two first-round picks, which they don't have, and um, and they they negotiated their way to, to the deal at that point. And again, what's really cool is Sean Payton really wanted to be the coach here. Mm-hmm. It really seems that way, yeah. It doesn't it feel the like way that. He, he's talked about Russell Wilson the past few weeks. Remember, I heard an interview he did uh, a couple months ago on how he would fix Russell Wilson. Really, he's got all these ideas in mind, in place. Interesting. He he really does want to be here. I, I think that's true too. Um, this isn't like well, 
Finally, after we added another year and another few million dollars per year in the contract, now it seems like um, they Sean Payton really, really wanted to be here, and that might have been enough for the Broncos to say, "Well, again, he's maybe he might be their number one candidate." There, I know he. We like Jim Harbaugh a little more. Jim staying in Michigan, guys. We have to accept that. What are we going to do here? Right. Um, do we go? Um, you know, do we go? negotiate with the Saints um, on some compensation there, and do we, you know, make an offer to, to, to Sean Payton? And they did, and the rest is kind of history. So i um, very excited for Monday's press conference. Yeah, it's going to um, be a banger. Yeah, it is going to be a banger. Um, this, this, a couple things just about the Broncos franchise. I love how they take big swings. Even if it doesn't work out, Russell Wilson, I mean, ripping up the field and putting a $400,000 field for one game, yeah. and that's it. Like I'm just so used to the Rockies not attempting this. I yeah. love to see it from the Broncos. It is. It's 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 awesome. It's special. It's unique. It it means something. You know, money means something in sports now. This ain't you know the the 80s and the 90s. Um, this is big business, billion dollar business, and each every you know individual guy out there on the field is own his own kind of entity, his own little kind of you know LLC in his own right. So. Um, yeah, that's the the Broncos. Uh, if this is big business, the Broncos got the deepest pockets and the most in the bank, and and that's going to mean something for the future of this franchise. Because while you know, oh every owner's rich, man, I'm telell you, there's something too like when you want to go sign a player and you need the money, it's like you have to like the owner has to be like, okay, I'm going to go put this. Two hundred million in escrow or whatever you have to do in order to be able to give these big signing bonuses up front, not have to spread it out. Just you know, it's like not everybody could do it. Only a handful of owners in sports could really do it. Yeah, and it's it's I love it. I don't I mean, feel guilty about it at all. No, not at all. I actually love it. I mean, the, look at the Chargers. They may have fired Brandon Staley and gone after Sean Payton if they felt they could afford it. Maybe they yeah. just felt they was just too much for them. Absolutely. So it's that plays into it. And same with the Cardinals too. I heard they're a little cash poor. Do you know what? So. Uh, yeah, for sure. I do you know, I think about this too. Um uh, a couple things I was gonna say here. Let me mention Maverick real quick. Okay. Okay. Maverick Sports. Their sports book is wicked, guys. You can go take a look at their website and it'll give you I mean like everything you want. The odds it's you know just a web version of the app but once you see man 750 dollars sign-up bonus it's pretty good and then you're looking around hey no one's doing these sign-up bonuses anymore like they don't because for one they don't need to they got you you know and uh, maverick wants you to come to the book give them an opportunity you know i mess around with a couple books but there's some i swear alex like i can't i'm not lucky on these books I don't know what it is. Maverick? I'm just like, I, I feel lucky on Maverick. Yeah, I feel like, well, yeah, we want to be withdrawers, not depositors. That's the goal, right? Right. So go check these guys out. Give them a chance. We really appreciate these guys. We love, you know, our partnership we have with them. But also, um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, like, I use them. I'm a customer. And we, you know, go check those guys out. So um, shout out as well. Two total beverage, two gigantic locations here in town. Um, say you live um, not up north a little bit by one of those two locations. Well, I, I think you have to spend, you know, no more than 40 or 50 bucks, which, I mean, that's a bottle and a case of beer and, uh, you know, almost nothing else. Um, and they're going to deliver it to you. So Super Bowl party, 
Um, say you kind of stock up the fridge with a couple different, uh, you got a few different beers you do, and your wife likes the uh, high noons, and um, you, uh, I buy that swear take tequila, but um, say you're a wine drinker, I, I love mimosas. It's like, uh, go stock up and you'll see how much money you'll save, and it's just more liquor for you that, you know, otherwise would be, um, Wasting that coin on at the other spots, you know, at the corner store, all that kind of stuff. So um, one more, uh, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to make sure we uh, get Mike shouted out, um, tag him in the pod today. The brand is like an iconic brand. He's He was like the tops, you know, tops? Oh, yeah. Tops. We're talking about freaking tops. All so kinds like, of, yeah. I mean, it's like tops is like uh, Ford. You know what I mean? Definitely. Tops is like Kellogg's. He was like the tops man of the year. Like this national, this guy's, you know, Mike Stadium sports cards. It, it, it's great. They're wicked. What collectibles are these days and cards are these days is so cool. Go check them out. Um, their social, their you know, the Facebook, um, all that kind of stuff. So okay, one sec here. <coughs> Having a drink. Regroup here. How much time is left here? Do we have? Oh, we can go for a few more minutes. Yeah, because there's just a couple, few more things I want to talk about. Okay. The fact that Sean Payton did want to choose the Broncos. And he, had, he had his pick of the litter, right? Yes. So here's what Sean Payton chose the Broncos over. So we're, we do sports talk radio. We get the NFL, right? I Just get the I'm NFL. a winner. So the fodder we kind of do is the fodder like, who would you rather? Drafting uh, number one or number two overall like the Texans or have Russell Wilson? Oh, easy. I'll take the number one overall pick. Who'd you rather, Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson? Oh, Kyler's way younger, and he's he'll get it figured out, and he's a great athlete. And then, uh, let's see, who'd you rather have, the Panthers, who got a rich owner and a, a lot of draft equity, and you can have a lot of power and stay there too, or Russell Wilson? I'll take that Panthers job. They don't got any expectations or any of that. Hey, Sean Payton? Hey, Sean Payton, who'd you rather? All of those other jobs including the maybe of the Rams and the Chargers next year, or Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Mm. And he chose Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. I was thinking the same thing. It feels good. It feels good to be wanted. It feels good to be coveted. It feels good. I mean, like, I can't say enough about it. I cannot say enough about it. So, you know, we could wrap the podcast up, but a couple things, and I want to ask you a question. Here's one thought. And we'll know on Monday. Does Coach Payton have the final say on draft decisions? Does Coach Payton going to bring his own guy in to work with uh, George Payton? Is George Payton still going to have some say-so? We'll see. That we don't know yet. We have, to, we have no clue it's yet. It's unclear. What we do know, and we'll wrap it up on this one, Vic Fangio goes to the Dolphins. It looks like that's official this morning. Is that right? I think so. I mean, like, we're here. It's more, It's the morning time. We usually okay. do, uh, like, a lunchtime. Because Pelosero reported it on Sunday, and then it was, and then he never signed. He, he never signed on the yep. dotted line. Yes. I, well, do you know why? Because this was happening. Because Sean Payne was happening yes. in the Broncos. Right. And the idea, when the Broncos got to Fangio's people and said, yeah, Coach, we'd consider bringing you back if you can, Man. you know, if you, can, if you could get over it, we can get over it. Yes. As so, a D.C., I would love him. Oh, man. I mean, again, it'd be like having another head coach here. Yeah. He was 20 and 30 in his tenure. Okay? okay. It wasn't 13 and, you know, 39. No. 20 and 30 was just close. Listen, never a quarterback. 
Never had a quarterback, okay? Right. Hated Locke. Uh, yeah, Schefter, 49 minutes ago, Fangio's decided to join the Dolphins wow. as their D coordinator and will okay. set the position after the Super Bowl. So that's done there. So, him and Mike have, McDaniel. Well, huh? now what do we do? What a tandem. Is uh, bro? Man, you got to wait on him because he, I would he's love a him finalist. to stay. I would bump him up in salary. And I would tell him, if you can get one of those jobs, if you can get you know, the Cardinals job, then go do it. Go get that job. And, you know, we'll, you know, we, we appreciate you and you'll always be a Bronco. But if he doesn't get one of those jobs, I try to make him very highly paid, um, give him an assistant head coach title. And I would hope Sean Payton would, you know, understand his value. Yeah. Uh, you got you to make an effort to keep him here. You'd be silly to let him just walk away. Uh, you know, I don't know what Peyton's are Peyton's plans are if he's going to bring in his own guys, but you have to try to keep Evero here. He was the best part of the coaching staff yes. this past year. Let's call it a podcast. Okay. Good job. Appreciate you. We got the radio show to do here. Wanted to get this one in today. Not sure what's up for Football Friday tomorrow. I mean, we got another whole week before the football, um, before the Super Bowl. Uh, Pro Bowl stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll see what happens. We might sneak into the uh, for um, a Friday podcast as well. But Alex, good job. Appreciate you guys. And we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.